welcome back. Thank you for joining me on my second podcast of Smellity Talks. It is Sunday, September 24th, and we finally got the feed figured out. I know that I haven't been putting them out weekly, but there was a hiccup with the um, platform that feeds everything. Not that I know anything about it. I'm just regurgitating what Elliot told me, but it's all figured out now. So we should get back on track. I'd like to start this one off with a smelly story. My mother purchased a truck. It was when I was in high school. So I think it was like 2005, 2006. It was a 1991 Red Dodge Dakota, and she got it for a good price because the guy that owned it shot himself in the head, and she was told, well, you can have this for like 300 bucks, but you got to clean it out. I was not involved in the cleanup process, um, but my I, the smell of that truck... You couldn't get, there's a specific smell for flesh. And, you know, even though I wasn't involved in the process, my mom took a really long time to clean this. I think my older sister, Jessica, helped clean it as well. But the smell of flesh and blood, it sticks around. It sticks around. I don't know what it is about it, but the rot, the smell of rot shoots through me. And that is just a smell that I will never forget. I've never been in, I've never smelled a, a rotting body or anything, but I, death has a, has a pretty turbulent smell too. Like it's just, you, there's no word to really describe it. You just know where you don't know, but I want to kind of piggyback that with another smell story. Um, I was brushing my teeth the other day and I farted. And of course my mouth was open because I was brushing my teeth. And that was, I could probably drink orange juice and brush my teeth at the same time because of how potent that was. Not that it was like a, a sick fart or whatever, but like, just those two things kind of intertwining each other. It was pretty, that was, I had to walk out of the bathroom. That was pretty impressive. So I have some notes that I'm going to read. I was trying to find a nice flow, but I think what I'm going to do is just read from my notes app. Uh, I found this one and it's, it's pretty cool. I was just reading. I was like sitting here trying to think of how was my podcast going to go tonight, but it's so the note is called my favorite scent is magnificent. And then like, I guess it's just different things that I've written down. The next one says my, fa uh, my favorite type of vent is irrelevant. The level of relationship that I am in um, I get excited when Elliot says new words to me that like, like when he ups his vocabulary purge, there's an incredible abundance. We have this show hoarders, internet hotspots, 
white girl hieroglyphics. Why do white girls love signs? I don't like the signs they put up all over the fucking wall, like live, laugh, love and shit. Compassion is being extremely careful and delicate when wiping another person's butthole. You know, someone is having a hard time when they show up to the party in a work van. Dirty jobs keep me clean. Real luxury is having the same person bring you your mail every day. I love to examine all the drivers making turns together. It feels like we're a herd. I will be as still as I will let me. How can the same person cry for equality, but in the same breath scrutinize someone else for claiming tipless orders on DoorDash? I hate how serial killer documentaries emphasize the serial killer's handwriting. They explain how the serial killer's difference in handwriting to be evidence of his different personalities. Yeah, I'm going to parallel off of that. I don't write the same. Like, um, I've been keeping journals since I was like 10, maybe nine years old. And like, if I'm like super mad, I write faster and it looks like shit. And then obviously you can tell like when I'm more calm because it isn't as shitty. Right. And it's not as like loose looking. Um, but there's some days where I write really clean, uh, and I press harder under the paper. I don't know if that's like a good way to, to tell if somebody's like, personalities yeah i well unless you're saying that we all have different personalities which i could totally agree with that too i mean just with everything being on a spectrum i really do feel like it's just everything's a spectrum the human mind is such a open ocean so it's like you're not the same person every day i know for i know for a fact speaking for women in general, women are not the same person. We, we, you know, our discharge is different every single day, you know, unless you have bacterial vaginosis or something that's real fucked up down there or yeasty. But even then, like it's, you're not the same person every day. So it's just hard to, your handwriting is, it makes you have a different, I don't know. Anyway, stop pushing your soft spot into me. Oh, these are, this is in quotations. So, quote, stop pushing your soft spot into me, Maisie, end quote. People do this, and it's not hard to hurt the other person in this situation. If they are pressing their soft spot into you, then it's a lose-lose. So I remember this moment. I think it was either Mira or obviously it was either Mira or Matthias, but Maisie um, wasn't even in, you know, her skull wasn't put together yet you know, like the, what the fuck am I trying to say? The fontanelles and the skull leaving a soft spot on the baby's head. She was like headbutting one of them. I think it was Matthias actually. And it just made me metaphorically go off on this. And you know, when people are pressing their insecurities on you, it's like, okay, if you, if you are acknowledging it, then they're going to get pissed off about it. But if if you don't give them attention for that insecurity, then they get pissed off about it. So that's that lose-lose. A good fake Marshall encouraging females to act now. Get started thinking about what you want to eat today. <laughs> I took the opportunity to be an opportunist. What if there were a game show that bid on people's cards during checkout? I need to escort myself out the door because I don't like who I am when I talk to you anymore. That sounds cool. 
Maybe the people who panic more and have more anxiety are the ones who also struggle with vulnerability. Hmm. Matthias told me he knows why I drink coffee. It's because I don't want to grow up. We are all different for the same reasons. I like that one a lot. I just brought together the thoughts of motherhood and raising children in the way that mothers raise people to essentially live without them. The sole purpose of raising them is to not need us. Men don't like to talk about superstition ghosts or bisexuality. All three of those things are too much because it all sounds the same to them. The ambiguity of ghosts is the same with a bisexual partner. Some people say that their vote doesn't count, but those same people think that the president makes all the decisions. Oh, the Campbells should have a video game. Uh, being Elliot works for the Campbells. I realize that I don't get belittled easily as much as I get offended that the person is actively performing that sort of behavior towards me. The claim to bounce from one argument to the next is invalid and unsound. To ask why I didn't reach out sooner when it first started to we can't get involved in every scuffle that the children have grasping at different retaliations as if I have a sword at his throat. Oh, I want sex or seconds. That was something that Elliot said one night and I laughed so fucking hard. Happiness takes up space. That's interesting. That's an interesting thought. You know, a lot of these I don't even remember writing, but um, happiness takes up space. But then I guess so does sadness and so does madness. I mean, it's, I don't really, I don't really get blood boiling mad as much as I used to. I was a pretty angry kid though. I remember but I used to just stand in the hallway and just scream at the top of my lungs. I remember doing that till I was like maybe 10 or 11 years old, like tam- tantrums, like just fucking belting out screaming. I used to get my mouth popped all the time, but all of those things take up space. I can feel sadness on somebody, but happiness i always feel like it's like second i always second guess happiness i'm always like they're faking no one's that happy all the time but when it's like mad people or sad people i don't i don't second guess that the people that use fabric softener and fragrance additives as cologne are lonely people the best thing they can think to smell is like is clean <laughs> women write both last names so their exes from high school can re- will recognize them Oh, like on Facebook, when when people put their both names, like their maiden name or whatever. Why are you doing that? Like you you have you have your individuality. I promise you don't have to you don't have to do that. Women. Oh, I didn't know I was pregnant was an actual show. (laughs) That's so nuts to me. It's like you're letting somebody nut in you. How do you not know that you're pregnant? Like you might as well just throw the hat in like you're good. Like that shit's going to be late. I don't know how women don't know. Like 
I was so nauseous. I was I was so pukey. Like, but even before that point, like your nipples will let you know. Hardcore. They like change a different color and they like are hard all the time. Those hormones are for real. And it's just so crazy. I mean, maybe it was just all a gag anyway, but but I do know in some and you know you got those crazy bitches out there that are like, I felt better when I was pregnant. I'm like, girl, you're crazy. You probably drink tequila, don't you? You are fucking crazy. I felt like shit the whole time. And I did it three times. So I felt like shit all three times. And I wasn't like lucky. Like some some girls are like, I was just I was just so horny all the time. No, that didn't happen to me either. <laughs> like I was pukey, I had acne, you know. I was sweating real bad then. I was hardcore couldn't sleep sounds like you know when i'm not pregnant though i don't sleep very well but yeah i did not want to fuck i didn't want to i wanted to eat but i couldn't eat you know until it was like that last like month and you're not sleeping because you're pissing all over the place let me look at my notebook here. That was fun. I want to do that again. That took a long time, though. I think I started that note. Let me look. When did I start that one? May 15th. So these are just, like, different things. Oh, I'll read this one. This was a nice one. This is a little poem. It's called Miss. I obsess over cause and effect. The patterns are plain but obvious. Symptoms and spectrums, conditions and superstitions. Mindless or mindful. Rabbit holes or downward spirals. Addictions and fixations. Categorizing and profiling. It's hard to accept that we all have the depth to understand that there is a light so bright that it is harsh without the dark. It is hard to accept that we are all the same in this. We don't want to miss what we had before or even lose the memory of wanting more. The death of the want or even the loss of the need is the most fearful thing that we can conceive. I am obsessed with cause and effect. Everything's cause and effect. It drives Elliot nuts. It, it really does. It pisses him off. He's like, it's, you know, everything's not that deep. And I'm just like, oh my God, if you fucking try hard enough, it is. <laughs> Everything is a cause and effect. And I think people are obsessed, you know, like the, the serial killer thing, you know, everyone likes the, the podcast and, you know, why people do things, the psychology. And even if you aren't a psychology buff, you can't help it because you're a human and you have a thought process. So cause and effect is everywhere. I, you know, I like to keep a like a mental food diary, even though it's not so good these days. But just to call, you know, th- what's causing my constipation this week? Pretty much, you know, like I have to figure out what the fuck I did. You know, you usually on the weekends it's binge drinking that usually fucks me up until Tuesday. Then then Wednesday I'm back on track. But then you know, a couple days of feeling good, I'm like, let's drink again. So like on the weekends, then it goes back and starts all over again. So that's usually what where that comes from. But then being a mom, I have to. Uh, cause and effect like that's my major that's what my that should be my minor my majors in psychology but my minor is in cause and effect because being a mom and and trying to keep up with um the husband and the kids eating habits and sleeping habits and you know what's making my stomach hurt today or what's this rash from you know i'm like oh yeah snaps at them i'm like 
That's right. Oh, yeah. You were climbing that tree that day. Remember? And, and you fell down, and then the ants bit your ass right there. Yeah, that's what that's from. Ant bites. With Maisie, it's hard to keep up with because she's falling down, and punching herself, and ripping her hair out. Like, she does all kinds of crazy shit. That girl has no boundaries at all. Oh, I made this note here. I can tell. Oh, it was smelling children. So I related myself to Joe Biden, smelling kids. Um, kids, when they when they get sick, you know, they have a smell to them. And I'm sure adults do too. But, you know, I smell my kids frequently. I, do, I just smell them. I can tell when they're getting sick. I can tell if they're sick, you know. And not just by like morning breath, but like like if it's like two o'clock in the afternoon and you got a weird perspiration coming off and you're ten years old, you know. Maisie does too. I mean, her feet, they they get like real sweaty when she's sick. I, I smell everything. I mean, I don't I don't know. Like if I, one time one time <laughs> the AC is in our attic at this house that we live in now and there was like smoke coming out of the fucking vent, right? One night. And I was just standing here staring at it. And I, Elliot's like, oh, that's nothing. And I was like, that's, that's something. You know, that's, that's not normal. That's, I'm looking up at the ceiling and I'm smelling it. I'm like, that's fucking smoke, dude. That's smoke. And I couldn't see. There was a, like, I couldn't tell. We went and looked at the other vents and I couldn't see the smoke coming out of the other vents. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this one? You know, in our bedroom. And, Turns out that the fucking AC caught on fire. Like, there was a fire in our attic. And I smelled it first, you know. Uh, I didn't, because I guess it wasn't, you know, it wasn't pluming out. Because that old, that AC that we had before was, like, apparently very old. It was, like, the original one. And it was, this house is like, built in the 90s or some shit. So it was pretty old for an AC unit. And <sighs> landlord had to replace the whole fucking thing. I'm glad that the house didn't catch on fire. Um, another smell story. Yeah. So me and uh, my friends, Kaylee and Tabitha, we went up to the mountains for, to celebrate Tabitha's birthday. And uh, we went, uh, we went out and we went to these bars. The first one we went to is this Irish pub in the mountains, in the Blue Ridge mountains. Um, it was really cool. It was a really cool layout. Like it was a big place and, uh, it just smelled like sewage. I could not get past it at all like i how are these people sitting in here drinking like it's this smell is bothering me so bad it's just smelled like sewage like something was wet i tried we tried going into the other section like where the pool tables were and i was just like this place fucking stinks so bad turns out the the guy that runs it isn't uh isn't a nice fella either because he tried to swindle some money actually he did efficient of, of um immediately he did and then Tabitha went back and he, she's like, I think you, I think you fucked up, dude. And she, she gave me, um, he made, she, yeah, she made him give me my money back. Yeah, that was the first bar. The other bars that we went to after that did, did not stink, but that was, it smelled so bad. I didn't want to be there anymore. One last little note here, um, for my sloppy second podcast, uh, I went to this hibachi place. I'd never been to hibachi before. It was in the beginning of this year. I went for the first time. And, uh, of course, the guy did the broccoli thing. <laughs> you know, when you throw, he throws the broccoli in your mouth, you try to catch it or whatever. 
Um, my first time being there, I caught the big ass piece of broccoli in my fucking mouth. I felt like the biggest slut. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And I was like congratulating myself and I was like, oh wait, should I be happy about this? <laughs> Cause I also felt like a hussy for a little while. <laughs> well, I'm going to stop it there because, um, I wanted to make sure that I got this podcast in. we had a, a great weekend this weekend and, um, I had two folks tell me that they listened to it and, um, one particular person was like, you know, you haven't put up, uh, weekly ones though. And I was like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's just hard. I'm back in school and I'm a junior in college and it's just rough, man. I haven't been, I haven't found a balance with my school or my exercise. The only thing that I do on a regular basis though is, uh, drink, binge drink on the weekends. I've been a pro of that. I'm falling asleep on the couch, not remembering. But, um, yeah, I'm going to stop it there. And uh, we'll see you next week for the next podcast.